I know what you're thinking. Hey, Charlie, you've been writing and podcasting for a long time, and you're not famous yet. You're not rich. So why do you keep doing that? And all I can say is, if at first you don't succeed, eh, something, something, something. Let's talk about it on today's Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my new book, Crucify My Love, or my sort of new book, The Chain, both of which are now up over at Project Shadow. What? Well, not all of them. They will be coming out over the next couple weeks, months. I don't know how long it's going to take to get them all up there, because I'm trying to spread it out, because people get upset when I just dump a whole bunch of stuff on the website. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah, so today I wanted to talk about life again. This is not turning into a self-help show, I promise you that. But one of the things that I've noticed in dealing with the peoples is how people don't respect creative work unless you're doing it for really concrete reasons like money or fame. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today. But before we get into that, if you haven't already, please take a moment and rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on, especially if you're listening on the iTunes or Apple podcast. It really does help a lot. Tells the algorithm to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community. The bigger the community, the better chance we have of getting together and doing stuff and meeting each other. And after all, as we're going to be talking about partially in this episode, that's why I do this in the first place. All right. Thank you to everybody who's already done that. So, yeah, today's been a weird day. I, the reason I wanted to do this podcast is one, some of the conversations I had with the peoples at the convention and, you know, just the weird randomness that is my life. So I was having a conversation with someone today expressing my great joy that after 20 years of intense knee and back pain, crippling anxiety, depression issues, all of that, for the last two weeks, I have felt really good. And I'm hoping that everything that I'm doing to feel really good will continue to help me feel really good. And then I got berated for a really long time and yelled at and stuff because you know, being happy is apparently not what this life is about. <clears throat> I disagree. <laughs> See, creative work for me is something that comes out of me. I was a storyteller long before I ever thought about writing. I was a storyteller long before I ever even imagined having a book out. I was a storyteller before I even knew what podcasting was, even though I have to admit, as a kid, I thought about being a DJ and actually got to DJ on local radio a couple times, and that was awesome. 
some of the happiest memories of my childhood. But it's who I am. It's what I love. And that's why I do it. I think we've gotten away from that in our culture a bit too much. And I've talked about this before on the podcast, but since people keep saying it to me, I feel like I can't say it enough. Yeah, we have to do things to make money. Yeah, we have to do things to earn a living and pay the rent and pay the bills. But if we're not taking the time to do things that sustain us, that build us up, that make us feel better, not only about who we are and what we're capable of, but that just make us feel better, then I really don't know the point of all of it. I really don't. Because, as we've discussed on many an episode, life can be hard. And it can be hard for countless reasons. And I really do believe that we need to take moments of joy and victory and just complete unadulterated awe as often as we possibly can. And that's why I write. There's nothing in my life that is so gratifying, that feels so good, that gives me such a sense of accomplishment that as what I get when I finish a book. And they may not be to everybody's taste, but my goal isn't to be uber popular. My goal isn't to be liked by everyone. It was for a while, and I wrote some stories that I'm not all that happy with, which is one of the reasons why you're noticing I'm doing some rewrites of my older fiction, because there's a thing in there that I like that I didn't really do, and I want to make them the way I want to make them and not the way I thought some fictitious audience in my brain would like them. Because if I'm not enjoying the process, what's the point? What's the point of any of it? Creativity is core to us as humans. Creativity is one of the things that makes us who we are. It fills our lives with meaning and with purpose. And I really do believe that everyone has some creative something that they enjoy doing. Whether it's cooking, like my husband. My grandmother loved to quilt. She loved to quilt. And she used to do it all the time. She did it until she couldn't see the stitches anymore. But that's because she loved it. Some people like to write and tell stories like I do. Some people just like listening to other people. I've known people that like to clean. I don't personally understand that. Like, it's a thing that I do because it's, you know, necessary for hygiene and not having a filthy house. But, you know, enjoyment is not something that I get out of it. I do get a sense of satisfaction when it's done, though. Because you get to look around and go, oh, wow, look, I got all the dog hair up. And then the dog shakes and it's all back all over the floor again. And you're back where you started. But that's life. Everyone has something that they love doing. Everyone has something that gives them hope, that gives them meaning, that gives them a sense of fulfillment. I was watching a video the other day on the YouTubes, and Wheezy Waiter was talking about how 
do what you love is really bad advice. And I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. Now, if you think you're necessarily going to make a living doing what you love, some people will. Not everybody. I know a lot of musicians that don't make a living off their music, and it's a crying shame because they're so talented and so good, especially compared to a lot of the musicians that are out there making like huge amounts of money. But they continue to play because they love it. And that, to me, is what that phrase means. Do what you love. You don't necessarily do it for a career. Now, a lot of us hope that one day maybe it will be a career. And now, more than ever, the possibility is out there. Between the various means of self-publishing to sites like Etsy, where people can get their crafts out into the world. There, there are a lot of ways that we have now to be able to actually make a living doing what we love. But that should not necessarily be the end game. Do what you love because you love it. Because it matters to you. Because it gives you a sense of fulfillment. Because it makes you a better person. Because it takes you out of your common everyday life And if you're like me, when I'm writing, there's often this just transcendent experience of telling story and being somewhere else. And that elation from finishing a book is like nothing else. And the excitement upon sharing it is like nothing else I have ever experienced is fulfilling in and of itself. I like the fact that the books make some money. I wish they made more. I would love to say that I am 100% supported based off my books. I would like to say that I'm 100% supported based off the podcast. But that doesn't affect my enjoyment of the art itself. See, people get distracted And what you love may only ever be a hobby. But if it's a vocation, if it's something that matters to you, if it's something that gives you meaning and purpose, then it's something you should do. And as long as you're not hurting anybody or yourself, don't listen to what people say. Make that art. Someone needs it. There's a story I like to tell when somebody asks me how much money I make off of my books. And I tell them about a convention I went to a couple of years ago. And I've told this story on the podcast a couple times. And I'm sorry if you've already heard it, but I'm going to tell it again. It's not that long. And a girl came up to me and explained to me how she and her sister met me at the previous year's convention and how they bought my books. And through reading and discussing my work, they were able to connect with each other in a way that they never had before. And she thanked me for helping her build a relationship with her sister. That's how much I get paid for writing my books.
I had never intended that. That's not a goal that I ever had in my head while writing a book. I wrote the stories because I wanted to tell the stories. That's such a huge bonus. And it's something that I never expected. And it's something that to this day, I get kind of embarrassed about. Because, you know, I was just conveniently there. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't do anything to deserve that thank you. But graciously, after a lot of prevarication on my part, I accepted the thank you and went on with my life. That's what I get out of doing my work. And I'm not saying that everyone's going to have something like that happen to them, but that is so much more valuable to me than money. Don't get me wrong. The money is nice. Patreon links in the the show notes. But, you know, being able to actually affect people and touch people and have my work mean something to someone other than just me. Because the stories that I tell are from my heart. They're stories that I really want to tell that mean something to me. And anytime anyone comes up to me and tells me how this story or that story resonated with them or how they saw themselves in one of my books, that is so much icing on the cake. It's more than I could have ever asked for, and it's more than I ever expected to get. And I see the look on my husband's face when people tell him how good the food is that he produces. And I know some cosplayer friends that get such a thrill out of people being excited seeing them in the costumes that they labored over for so long. It's that connection that we crave. It's that meaning that we built for ourselves that we see giving meaning to someone else that forges that instantaneous moment of connection between us that tells us that not only was the effort worth it, not only was the energy that we put into the thing worth it, but it was worth so much more than any of us could have ever imagined. Don't do your work for praise. That's never a good idea. That's never wise. And that's not what I'm saying. And I want to make sure I say that because I've been confronted about that in the past. I'm not saying to work for praise. I'm saying work for yourself. Do these things for yourself. And then anything above and beyond that you get from it is above and beyond. It's bonus. You know, it's hard for me to be upset about how well a book sold when my entire purpose was to write the book and have somebody read it. So people are reading it. Yay. (laughs) That's what I wanted. And... Yeah, I understand for people who want a business, yeah, you need to set goals and you need to work towards attaining them. I'm not saying don't do any of that. But this isn't the episode where we talk about setting goals and buying ads and marketing and all that crap. Because that is crap. That's the part that makes it not worth doing. 
that's the part that sullies the good feeling, at least for me. But it's something that I also do. Because, yeah, I want more people to read the book. It's one of the reasons why my books are going wide, so that they'll be in more stores for people to find, and why I'm putting them up on the website now. Because I care about community. I want people to see my fiction. I want people to experience my fiction. And so those are my goals. And I spent a lot of time thinking about them and deciding how I wanted to go about doing these things. And this is what I came up with. You have to find your own. And don't ever, ever listen to anyone who tells you how you should feel or what you should be doing or how you should be doing it. There's good advice out there. But if it's not good advice for you, you don't have to take it. If someone complains that you're not being... I don't even want to say professional enough, because that's not really the right term. Capitalistic enough. If you're not working hard enough to sell, even though selling is not your main goal, don't listen to them. Do what makes you happy. And do whatever it is that you need to do to pay the bills. And if you're extremely fortunate, if you're profoundly lucky, those will be the same thing. That, that, that's why, you know, I started this episode, you know, if at first you don't succeed, something, something, because the answer that's usually given there, the cliche is if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. But no, you have to define what success looks like for you. I wrote a story, I wrote a book inspired by one of my favorite songs, by one of my favorite singers, and she read the book and she loved it. (laughs) That's success. what what, What else do I want? Yeah, would it be great to win an award and get all kinds of money and get that Netflix series? Because seriously, if anybody from Netflix is listening, Wanda and Weaver would be a great series. Like, it's got everything. It's got drag queens, fairies, and dragons. All on a very simple budget. You can do it really inexpensively. You should do it. You should do it. It'd be awesome. And yeah, of course, I want those things. But I'm not going to tear myself apart trying to make them happen. If they happen, they happen. I've gotten what I wanted out of that book. I got more than I could have ever asked for out of that book. I didn't believe that she would like it. I didn't believe that anybody would like anything that I do. It's one of my biggest hurdles in life. So the idea that anyone likes anything that I do is such a major level of success for me. Maybe you want more. And that's fine. But don't let other people define for you what success looks like. You define your own success. You do what you need to do to make yourself happy. 
that's all that can be asked of you. And that's all that we can do in this life. And I know I've been kind of on this like strange trail of almost self-helpy type episodes lately. But, you know, for the first time in like 20 years, I've finally gotten a lot of my stuff in order. For the last two weeks, as of the recording of this, I've lived without knee pain and without back pain. My anxiety and my depression are in check. I feel like a brand new person. I feel so good. And it got me thinking about how we shortchange ourselves and how we prevent ourselves from having the good things that we can have in life. And that's why I've been doing these kinds of episodes more often. I promise I'll be doing other things. I just, feeling good is a weird, and I want other people to feel good too. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review this episode wherever you're listening. It does help out a lot. If you've got a dollar that you can spare to join the project, in the show notes you'll find link for b- links for both my Patreon and the community support page. The difference between the two is the people on Patreon occasionally get stuff. It really means the world to me when people do that. It helps out a lot. If you don't have any money or you don't feel like giving right now, that's fine. Don't worry about it. But if you know somebody you think would like this episode or this podcast, do share it with them. That helps out a lot, too. You can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. I'm C.E. Dorset on both. With your questions, comments, and topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show. Or you can use the voice message button down in the show notes. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to have the fun. Bye.